ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Watch This. Watch This with Liam Fabray. As always, joined by our producer, Mark Marcus, who's in the studio. Mark? Howdy. Okay, great. We're all here. Everybody's doing very well. We're happy. It's June. The summer is just beginning. We know June, July, August. That's the real summertime, and we're here for it. We're in the studio, but we're making the best of it. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have to get to some breaking news right now. Some breaking news. The biggest thing that's probably the biggest news we've ever announced on this show. Would you agree, Mark? This is colossal news this is huge news uh, and i don't the media doesn't seem to be covering it so we're going to cover it here for you right now ladies and gentlemen let's go live to kyle rittenhouse i was actually in texas a couple weeks ago um touring a couple campuses dave has some really good friends out there so we went out there and they're really connected with texas a&m toured the campus so he's making an announcement he's ready to make it wow everybody it's a big deal Right here in the Charlie Kirk Show, Kyle Rittenhouse is announcing that he's an Aggie. Ladies and gentlemen, so you heard it here. Kyle Rittenhouse has agreed that he is going to Texas A&M University. Um, he announced that on the uh, Charlie Kirk Show. Are we living in a... Is this a... Am I getting punked? Are we living in a TV show? Why is Kyle Rittenhouse on the Charlie Kirk podcast? And why do we care where he's going to college? Why is this news? Well, I guess it's not news, and that's good. That restores my faith in our institutions a little bit. But uh, for those of you, who is excited? Who is watching this clip and is like, oh, oh, he's going to Texas A&M. Oh, good for Kyle. Good for him. Oh, I love Texas A&M. Who is watching it and saying that? By the way, what does this say about the Charlie Kirk show that his guest is Kyle Rittenhouse? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's an all-star guest. I mean, what a what a big land. You know, w- one of the stories we're going to cover in just a few moments, one of the stories, the top stories today, is um, is a man who pushed a woman onto the subway tracks in the Bronx. Maybe we should see if we can have him come on our show, the man who pushed the woman onto the subway tracks, and we can find out where he's going to go to school. I mean, we're going to learn from Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk has a big audience. If you don't know, Charlie Kirk is a famous guy on the right. He he did, um, what's the name of his organization? Turning Point USA. He's best buddies with Candace Owens. Uh, Candace Owens, as we know, the robot who um, was created in a lab by uh, the Republican Party. So, you know, that's who Charlie Kirk is. And he's got, uh, he's got big name guests on his show. He's got Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, look, we... Uh, we're not able to get Kyle today. We reached out to him. He's busy. I believe he's going to a protest or something like that. He didn't return my calls. Yeah, no, he's not getting back to us for some reason. But anyway, that was the biggest news we needed to cover. We can really go at this point. We don't know if we should even continue with the show. Everything else is going to pale in comparison to that news. Um, but I guess let's just do a couple of headlines. So as I said, a man, wa- uh, uh, this is June 7th, so this is a story today. Uh, reporting newly released video captured of the horrifying moment a man violently tossed a 52-year-old woman onto subway tracks in the Bronx on Sunday. Now, why am I covering this story? Well, last month, um, we had a woman who was pushed onto the subway tracks. A couple of weeks ago, I think three weeks ago, we had a man throw a gas canister into the subway and open fire in the subway. Um, and then we had, what was the story I covered? I think at the end of May, at the end of May, we had a man who was sitting in the last row uh, of the last car of the subway and a guy came up to him and shot him in the chest and killed him. Um, 
I actually made a TikTok about that. If you guys want to go follow me on TikTok, it's Watch This with Liam Fabray. We're starting to build an audience there, so that's awesome. Um, and I made a video about this, but TikTok took it down because they, they, they thought it was violent. I mean, I'm not the one who shot somebody in the chest. I'm just reporting on it, but they took it down nevertheless. And then today, we have somebody else being pushed onto the tracks. So things don't seem to be going very well in the subway. It seems like there's more people being pushed onto the tracks than people actually boarding trains, which, you know, is a problem. If, you know, if you don't like getting killed by trains. Um, so this stat is coming out. This is being reported by the New York Post. Seven in 10 New Yorkers concerned about being violent crime victims, a poll says. So more than seven in 10 New Yorkers fear they will become victim of a violent crime, a distressing new poll has found. As famously progressive cities... Okay, this is the New York Post spinning the story, but I'll just keep reading. As famously progressive cities nationwide face a public safety recognition reckoning on soft crime, Democrat lawmakers and prosecutors, about 76% are very concerned or somewhat concerned they'll be target amid the Big Apple's ongoing crime wave. I mean, that's reasonable, right, Mark? I would be afraid that I was going to get pushed or shot or something like that. Look, how it's happened like five times in the last month. Yeah, I mean, if it happens five times even within six months, that's a little concerning. Right, right. But I'm sure Republicans are going to respond to this and say, well, there's crazy people. There's nothing we can do. Can't, can't ban the trains. Can't ban the train. People are just going to get hit by trains. I mean, what are you going to do? Ban trains? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, look, um, I don't think they're going to say this. They're probably going to call for for more police and stuff like that, which, is, which, to be fair, that's also what they're calling for with the schools, right? They want the schools to turn into prisons. They want... To um, they want to they want to send the prisoners to school and they want to turn the schools into prisons, so that's what they're sort of uh, pushing for. They want the schools to be more secure, um, and we're gonna we're not we're done talking about guns and gun control and stuff like that because we talked about it in the last two shows and it's enough. It's enough. We're gonna stop covering that. We're gonna move on to the next story. And the reason why it's enough is because of this clip that I'm about to play next. This clip is the reason why it's basically futile to share your opinion on guns. There's no point in it because you're not really going to convince anybody. So let's listen to this clip. And this clip basically describes perfectly the gun debate in America and why you should not try to convince anybody your opinion on guns because they will not change their mind. They will only keep talking in your ear. So let's listen to this. More people and more crime is committed and more people are killed with hammers every year than guns. Look at the facts. I will look that up. I don't think that's true, actually. That is true. In the United States, though? Yes, sir. That is true. Look it up. It's on. You can Google it. It's true. It's actually true. So the number of murder victims and the weapons used. Okay, number one, handguns, 8,029. Number two, firearms, type not stated, 4,863. Number three, knives or cutting instruments, personal weapons, fists, feet, uh, then rifles at 455, then blunt objects, clubs, hammers, uh, 393. The, the, the 300, the hammers, that, that stat is just back, wrong. Back to your question. Second Amendment is still my right and it's still important to me. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. The, the man thinks he's right because he's got this fact about the hammers. Well, actu- well, actually, did you know more people die of hammers? Look it up. Look it up, Mark. More people die of hammers. And then you look it up and it's like, no, like not even not even fucking close, man. 
You know what I'm saying? More people fall off ladders yeah. than get shot by a gun. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, dude, not even close. But then this guy, as soon as he hears the fact, he doesn't go, oh, wow, well, that's interesting. Well, hold on a second. Something I was basing my whole argument off of has now totally changed. Well, you know what? I need some time. No, he doesn't. What does he go back to? Well, I still think I have the right. Right? People want to do what they want to do. And they will use these facts and all these things to sort of defend their opinion. But at the end of the day, they're just going to do what they want to do, man. When's the last time somebody changed their mind on anything? You know what I'm saying? When's the last time that ever happened? And people will say, well, you know, I keep an open And, you know, I do, I'm actually this person. I keep an open mind. If you can convince me of something, I will agree with you. I have an open mind. But only because I'm not married to my to my ideas, to my principles. What I like is I like talking with people. I like comedy. I like, you know, things that are funny. I'm not really that attached to these positions. That's not what's most important to me in life. But you got to understand that there's a lot of people who don't really have that much stuff going on. They don't really have that many passions. They don't really have anything that they know too much about. So really what they know is kind of like their opinions and their politics. And that's like their family. Right. That's like their family because their kids are, you know, kind of spoiled brats and unsuccessful. And so all they have is Tucker Carlson and Rachel Maddow. And those are like their children. That's like their family. And when you insult those people by saying what they're saying is not true, then you're insulting their family or insulting their children. And so they get very offended right? I don't really have anybody like that that I'm in love with. So if you come to me and you start to tell me some opinion on guns, I'm, I'm either going to say, hmm, that's interesting, that's true, or that's not true. And even with this debate on guns, people, there's been a lot of solutions that have been proposed, and I'm, I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, I agree with your greater point, but I don't actually think that what you're proposing here is actually going to bring down gun violence, right? Are you able to let me say that to you? Are you going to get upset if I tell you that? I agree with what you're saying, but I don't think that that specific point is actually going to bring down the shootings. Right. So anyway, um, let's move on to a couple of other stories. We haven't done a recap of the Ukraine uh, Russia thing in a while. So I'm just going to read this headline from NBC News. Ukraine sounds alarm about possible cholera outbreak in Russia occupied Mariupol. Well, you know, it's like these people just can't catch a break. They've been bombarded with stuff, and now they're with bombs and guns and shootings, and now there's this cholera outbreak. You know, I can't help but feel like we just gave them $40 billion. You know what I mean? We just gave them $40 billion. And what, what is their response? That they have, that they have a cholera outbreak. I, you know, I sort of feel like they're being a little bit ungrateful here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like... It's sort of like, it's think of it this way, okay? You meet this Ukrainian, the Ukrainian guy is like Ukraine, okay? You meet this Ukrainian guy who works in your building and you, you sort of talk to him every day and you go, hi, Chekhov, how are you? Oh, you know, I, I have to drive very far to come to work. And, 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 or no, he doesn't have a car. Let's say he bikes, he bikes and it's raining and it's cold. So you, you know, you kind of get everybody in the building together and you guys, you know, you collect a little bit of money and you buy him a car. Right. And it's a big deal. You got to go knock on everybody's door and they're like, what do you want? What do you money for who? Doorman? Chekhov? What's his name? What are you talking about? And you got to get these people to give you money. I'm trying to get him a car. He takes his bike. He's a hard worker. He works in the building for 20 years. And finally, you buy this guy a car. You give him the keys. And the next day you come downstairs. It's the first day that he's ever driven to work in his new car that you just bought him. And what does he tell you? Oh, Mr. Liam, my wife has cholera. It's like, bro, I just got you this car. Can you? I thought you were going to give me a little something for that. You know what I mean? But no. Uh, what do we have here? Do we have some like parade where everybody's grateful that we gave them $40 billion? No. 
Do we have like, uh, did the little Ukrainian children make us a card thanking us for the 40 billion? No, no. Instead, we have Ukraine sounds the alarm about possible cholera outbreak. Um, you know what? And it's like, I don't, I don't know about cholera. The only disease I know about is COVID-19. It's the only only one I know. So here's what I'll do. I'm going to help Ukraine. I'm going to give them some tips. Um, wear a mask. This is for cholera. Wear a mask, socially distance, um, get it, get the vaccine, um, wash your hands. Um, if you're, if you're going to just know this, if Ukrainians are going to go eat in a restaurant, wear a mask to your table and then take it off when you sit down. Um, other than that, I don't know what else I can say to help them. Um, we just gave them 40 billion. So maybe they can use some of that to help with the cholera. I don't know why they're struggling with cholera. I feel like that's something that we struggled with in back in the 1900s. Uh, you know what I mean? Remember the cholera outbreak? Was that something that you know about, Mark? The great cholera outbreak? Is it a great cholera? I didn't think it was that great. Oh, no, I mean, you know, gray isn't like it was big. You Mark know, loves big. cholera. Mark's a big I, cholera I, I'm, guy. I'm pro. Mark I'm pro likes cholera. a girl with cholera. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that really gets me off, man. <laughs> um, where was this big great cholera outbreak, Mark? In Ukraine, obviously. Oh, okay. Oh, you're, meant, you're, you're talking about the current great cholera outbreak. And the old one. Well, we had one back in Canada. I'm just telling you, because I'm Canadian. Canadian history, cholera played a big part. Because when immigrants would come in, they would get cholera on these ships where they were coming overseas. And then you would have these ships where everybody was had cholera. It's kind of like Carnival Cruises right now. You go on Carnival Cruise and everybody gets cholera. Well, now it's not cholera. It's COVID. Um, I was trying to convince my girlfriend to go on a cruise. And apparently... Her her mother told her not to go because every you're gonna get diarrhea because apparently when you go on a cruise everybody gets diarrhea, and I'm like I haven't heard of that, but she was convinced that this was like a thing, and I was like okay well I don't don't really want to do that that doesn't sound great. I think if you go on an excursion in another country and drink your water you're not prepared for what's in the water and you might shit yourself. That's but, true. But That's I don't true. think the actual cruise they purify that water. Yeah, no, they pure they clean the water. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what she's talking about. Maybe she just doesn't want to go on a cruise with me. Um <laughs> but but nevertheless, um so yeah, so we used to have that cholera outbreaks because the ships would come in um and everybody would have cholera. So what we did is we would take them to an island first. Uh, the boat would stop at an island and they would only let people leave the island once they didn't have cholera. But the problem was is like you know, you'd have these people, these ships would come in that nobody really had cholera. Maybe a ship was clean and they'd get to the island and then all these people would get sick because it would be like cholera island. And I mean, you hear about things that happened in the past, man. It was just crazy the way people lived back then. You know what I mean? I read this thing the other day that they used to have little kids, three years old, cleaning chimneys. They'd have these three-year-olds climbing down in the chimneys to clean the chimneys. And these kids would be dead in like fucking three years because of what they're, cause they're breathing in all that stuff. You couldn't get a big stick? Maybe they hadn't invented the big sticks yet. <laughs> they only had little sticks, and they're like, we got to get three-year-olds. Stuff them down there. Yeah. Uh, now all three-year-olds do is play with iPads in those little hard cases. Dude, I see that in restaurants, kids with iPads, and it drives me crazy. You know what? I, w- I wish we could take those kids with the iPads and go put them in chimneys. Go stuff them down chimneys. You know? You got to work for it, boy. Yeah, literally. Like, gosh, I'm so tired of these uh, these kids, man. Oh, gee whiz. What are you going to do? All right. Um, another breaking news story. This is uh, this is big, big news. Um, this is coming from NBC. Now, this is a real news story. All right. Don't accuse me of nut picking because the research that I do for this show is about I go on NBC News, I go on CNN, and I go on Fox, and I sort of see what everybody's talking about. Um, and obviously, when you go to each one, you know, you go to CNN, they're talking about January 6th. 
You go to Fox News, they're talking about the crazy Democrats. But then you have stories that appear on all three of them. And those are the stories that I try to bring you here. But this is one of the stories that's on the front page of NBC News, okay? So don't come at me. American girl doll collectors are fighting homophobia within their online community. So there's this online community of people who collect American girl dolls. And apparently there's homophobia within that community. And they're fighting back on it, okay? The typical... The typically welcoming American girl doll collecting community was fractured by a wave of Instagram posts denouncing pride, prompting a discussion over homophobia within the hobby. American girl collectors on Instagram, a community known as AGIG, typically uses the platform to anonymously flex their extensive collection, meet other doll collectors, and share photos of custom-made and clothing accessories. American Girl released the historic Molly doll on Wednesday, and the same doll enthusiasts suggest that the timing implied that the Molly is gay. American Girl has denied fan speculation over Molly's sexuality. Um, so, Mark, what I want you to do um, is I want you to I want you to research. I want you to find out if Molly is gay or not. Okay. The the doll. I, but if it's a doll. It could be anything you want, right? Look, look Mark, you're the producer, okay? I, I, I want just, you to research. I'm, okay, let me, let what me the hell research. do you do around here anyway? Oh, I just sit around. I want you to look into this, and I want you to get back to us. Um, apparently, one of the people uh, wrote, the Bible warns us about pride, creator post said. So, I mean, look, these are people who are playing with dolls, okay? Don't go get your opinions from them. Um, I mean, look, I'm sorry if you collect dolls and, and everything like that, but, I mean, look, like, are we surprised that there's weirdos in this community? I don't know if they're necessarily homophobic. Maybe they're just crazy. I don't know. I mean, look, it's fine. If you if you collect American dolls, that's girl dolls, that's fine. Uh, Mark is currently looking into this, so he doesn't have to do it for homework. Mark, this is for homework. This is for later. Don't look it up now. I have to say, I don't know, man. What does it say? No, I mean, just, just look at her. Just look at her. I don't know. <laughs> what, you, what is that supposed to mean? She, how am I supposed to know? She's just a doll, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. So how are we supposed to know? You could be whatever you want it to be. I agree. That's what I. Uh, that's why I'm asking you to look into it. Yeah. Maybe you're gonna have to call her or something. I don't know. Uh, well, I think she's dead. She's dead. Oh, she was born in 1934. Wow, I thought she was a new doll that they just released. No, they all have like backstories. Oh, that's like it's. I, I think that's why people are, uh, are like. You There's know, no gay people in 1934. Mark? Apparently not. Anyway, this is for homework. This isn't for now. This is for homework. So stop looking it up on your phone. This is you're supposed to be watching the audio levels. Why is there lore behind the dolls? I don't understand. Okay. Anyway, look, get back to me on this, okay? Now while Mark is doing his homework uh, in class, those were always the kids you were jealous of in school, right? The ones who would get the homework and they would start doing it really fast on their desk, and you were like, oh, I don't want to do it right now. And then you would see him, and he'd be done by the end of the class, and he wouldn't have any homework. Those were the kids who had it going on. They are probably the ones who are successful now. They are probably the ones now who are in Bitcoin, who are making money off of Bitcoin. Um, yeah, it's hard when you look on TikTok because you see all these people who are very, very successful and who have lots of money and they don't seem to have jobs. And that can be very frustrating if you're a person who has a job and who isn't very, very successful. Um, but you know what, guys? Trust the process. You know, trust the process. You keep working hard at something. You'll get there eventually. Los Angeles and San Francisco voters may rebuke the left in the primaries. Two of America's most famously progressive cities may turn right. Uh, 
may, may take right turns Tuesday when California and six other states hold primary elections. This year's sixth round of primary elections will feature no major Senate or gubernatorial batters, but primaries will determine who may end up representing millions of Americans in California, Iowa, Mississippi. Okay, they're going on with their garbage before they get to the story here. Basically, um, basically, here we go. Rick Caruso. Okay, a major real estate developer who only recently joined the Democratic Party and received a rare endorsement from Tesla CEO Elon Musk has spent more than $34 million on his campaign, nearly 10 times more than his opponent, six-term Democratic representative Karen Bass. So these guys are running for um, the mayor of Los Angeles. Los Angeles. What do they call them? Angelinos? Angelinos. Very cool. Uh, What do we call people from Miami? Mark, who's from Miami? Mark, go ahead. Um, Miamians, obviously. Miamians? Yeah. Okay, that's not as good as Angelino's. No, Angelino's is pretty sick. Hey, Angelino, what are you doing? Come over here. Hey, Angelino, how you doing, huh? Hey, Miamian, come here. Come play with my American Girl doll. <laughs> not as good. She, you know, she's not gay. Trust me. Mark, you need, oh, trust you. Okay. <laughs> wow. No, I was just Mark typical, with the typical, doll. typical Miami, <laughs> typical Miami guy. Trust um, me. Yeah. So here we go. So this guy Caruso, he's this really rich guy. Apparently he's a real estate developer. He wants to be mayor of LA. While the money helps, Caruso has tapped into growing resentment about the state of the city and the perception that its democratic leaders have been unable to do much about it. That's true. That's true. Right. Whether they're Democratic or not, the people who have been in power, who happen to be Democrats in L.A., have not been able to do much about the homelessness problem. Now, has anybody been able to do much about the homelessness problem? Does anybody know what the secret sauce to homelessness is? I I don't I don't know that anybody does. Homelessness continues to rise while housing has become even less affordable. That's true. Crime is up. Traffic is worse. And high gas prices come with extra sting for the infamous city with its long commutes. That's true. What's it called? The 405? The 4? Something something like that? Some highway there? Los Angeles County, which has for decades been a magnet for America's dreaming dreaming of a fresh start, saw more people leaving during the first year of the pandemic than any other city in the U.S., according to census data. With TV ads promising to, quote, clean up L.A. and to be a doer. Rick Caruso, a doer who gets rid of homeless people. Um, Not just a talker. That's also in the ad. Caruso has portrayed himself as a non-ideological outsider with the ability and willingness to do what the city needs, even if it angers activists or unions. Hmm, interesting. He plans to hire 1,500 new police officers. Well, I'm sure the police union likes that. Uh, For instance, he has earned rebukes from other candidates focused on more of the LAPD's civil rights issues. Bass and her allies, meanwhile, have compared Caruso to another party-switching billionaire real estate developer, former President Donald Trump, and highlighted Caruso's past donations to GOP candidates like Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and to anti-abortion causes. He's a fraud, says the narrator from a pro-Bass super PAC. So this woman, Karen Bass, she's named after a fish, um, calling Caruso a lifelong Republican. So, um, LA's recent mayoral elections have been relatively sleepy affairs where only around one in five registered voters actually turned out to vote. And and now we remember the old mayor, Eric Garcetti, he sort of had some problems during the pandemic because he was going out to dinner at the French Laundry. He wasn't wearing his mask. Um, he was, um, what else did he do that was wrong? Oh yeah, he took, he was taking pictures with Magic Johnson 
and then he wasn't wearing his mask and then he told reporters that he was holding his breath um you know so it's like but we saw that during the pandemic like every politician was doing that so as long as they weren't somebody trying to force you to wear a mask then you know it's sort of okay the problem with him is that he was sort of the lockdown guy la was totally locked down and then he like wasn't wearing a mask um, but look, these are cities that are very, very progressive. So just the fact that Caruso is even holding his own in this election is sort of showing that people are having a problem. And LA has had issues, not just with the uh, homelessness thing, but they've had, you know, the smash and grabs, crime being on the rise. That's more with the district attorney, but that who is also democratic. Um, you know what I mean? Like how, what are the sentence that these people are getting? Some people think, you know, theft under a thousand shouldn't really be prosecuted that much. Well, you know, you say to yourself, yeah, you know, somebody who just steals like a little bit because they need to feed their family. Well, what I just said sounds really good. But what is the result of that? Well, you can walk into a store, you can fill your bag with whatever's on the shelf and walk out because, you know, even if you're caught, you'll be released and maybe given a ticket or you won't actually face jail time. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's sort of that's sort of the result. So sometimes you need to be careful when we have these great ideas, because then in practice, they can sort of, you know, turn out to not be that great. You know, and some people are criminals. Some people are bad people, man. They're not good people and they're going to do bad things. And when they hear that they're not going to get in trouble for stealing a thousand dollars, they're going to steal nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. You know what I'm saying? So um, so that's that's sort of that with that. That's that with that. Um, so, you know, that's sort of a little out of control, right? So we got the violent crime in New York, violent crime in LA. What is going to be the result of this? Well, we've seen a movement, you know, moving away from police and now we're probably going to see movement pushing back towards them. Um, what other news do we have? Well, we have Dr. Oz who won that primary. I talked about that in an earlier show. So he's going to be the, uh, not the Senator for Pennsylvania. He's going to be the Republican nominee for the Senate. So he's going to actually need to win that actual election he won the primary against the other guy now he's going to need to actually go and win the election so we'll keep an eye on pennsylvania to see what happens that'll be in november ladies and gentlemen november um what are your goals in your life right now what are your goals in your life right now me sure mark or was that rhetorical it was rhetorical but you go ahead if you'd like if you have goals um man i'm kind of aimless right now i'm not gonna lie i got nothing well for those of you listening, what are your goals in life right now? What are your goals? What do you what would you like to do? Because I know when you're looking at social media, you're not too happy about it. So that needs to translate in a goal. What are you looking at and what what is making you what's giving you that little feeling in your stomach? It needs to translate to a goal and you need to work towards it. My goal in my life right now, would you like to know, Mark? Absolutely. My goal is to stop biting my nails. I'm addicted to biting my nails, and it's and it's terrible. I've had this addiction since I was, um, I since as long as I can remember. I don't remember a time in my life where I, I haven't been biting my nails, and it's it's terrible. My nails are constantly in pain. I bite them until they bleed. It's ex- extremely painful. It's unattractive. You know, you don't respect somebody who's biting their nails, right? Imagine if we're in a meeting. Yeah, actually, we just hired a new guy to run the company. Uh, that's him over there, and the right over there. See that guy over there? That's him right there. And it's a guy biting his nails. What do you? What's your first thought? That that guy? What a loser! I don't want him to run the company. So it's a bad habit. It's a bad habit, but it's very difficult 
to stop because it's it, think of it this way if if you're if you're listening you have other addictions let's say you're addicted to smoking cigarettes it's like having 10 lit cigarettes in your hands at all times it's like having five lit cigarettes in each hand at all times and trying to stop smoking i mean with cigarettes you can at least stop buying them with bad food you can at least not buy it and at one point you'll run out in the house. You know what I mean? Uh, with alcohol, you cannot go to the liquor store anymore. You know what I mean? Maybe when you go out, you'll 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 have drinks. But when you're in the house, you won't have any. But it's 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 really hard. I'm trying to get people to understand people who don't bite near nails. Uh, if you're a sex addict, um, it's like having ten you know five penises in each hand. You know, picture each finger as like a little penis. That's that's what <laughs> that's what it's like. It's very difficult. Um, and I'm working on it. It's hard. Um, a good trick is to have a nail clipper whenever like a little nail looks like it, you, you know, looks like it's sticking out and you want to bite it. You have a nail clipper, you can just clip it off. But then again, nobody wants to be that guy who's carrying a nail clipper around with him. You know what I mean? You might as well have an American doll collection at that point. So it's really hard. You don't want to be that guy carrying the nail clipper. You don't want to be the guy, hey, that's the guy running our company. You point over to him and he's cl- clipping his nails. <laughs> you don't want that either. That's not any better. So I, I don't really know what to do. I've tried the stuff where you put the stuff on the nails and it tastes bad. It, it doesn't work. I, I, I just bite through it. Um, so it's it's very, very difficult. So um, look, if you guys if you guys have any suggestions for me, um, you know, I don't know, reach out to me. Where can you find me? TikTok? Where do I let you know? Write in the comment of one of the videos. That would really help me. Um, I do have a TikTok, like I said. It's called Watch This with Liam Fabray. We're going to be posting clips of our show on there, but obviously the full show is going to be on... Um, it's going to be right here on Spotify and on Apple Music. That's where you can keep hearing the show. I'm not going to be posting full uh, full episodes on TikTok, obviously. You can only do 10 minutes there. And it's got to be little clips because I'm trying to go viral. I posted... I started this last Friday. We already had one clip go to 11,000. That was the story of the the old couple that I killed in the pool. Um, that was that was, seemed to be a very interesting story. I might do something where I tell fake stories um, because those seem to be doing very well. In fact, we might end with a fake story. Um, just so that I can post that one and that can go viral as well. We're trying to grow listeners. Today we installed a uh, sign behind me. Uh, we also installed some lights in the studio. The lights haven't been wired yet, but they're installed. So we are moving in a good direction. Mark, do you agree? Going up, baby. We're going up. Mark, are we going to take this thing? Are we going to take this thing to the next level? Yes. All right. Well, Mark took way too long to answer there. So maybe Mark is uh, won't stay with us because he doesn't believe in the dream. But I believe in it, ladies and gentlemen. I believe in it. And that's enough for the both of us. Um, but yeah, we're going to make this show. This show is going to be really good. It's going to be really good. Um, and uh, we're going to take it to the next level. Oh, Mark, I forgot to tell you. This morning on the way to work, I was driving. <laughs> I was driving. And, and, I, and I got into a car accident. And, and I, and a woman crashed into me and I got out of the car and I looked at her and I said, Hey, what, what, what are you doing? And the woman, she, she got out of her car and she looked at me and she said, she said, you're, it was your fault. It was your fault that the accident happened. And I said, you just crashed into me. And then this guy shot her. And, uh, anyway, folks, we're going to work on the fake stories. (laughs) 
I don't, <laughs> I don't know why the other one rolled off of my tongue so well. I knew where I was going with the pool story. You were impassioned. I, I guess so. I don't know where I'm going with it. How long have we been going here, Mark? Uh, 34 minutes. 34. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up here then. That's enough for today. Mark and I have to go uh, to do a meeting. We have a meeting at Chipotle, and then we have a real meeting afterwards um, with, a, with a client. So we're going to go do that. So we wanted to make sure we got the show in for you. Um, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, we really appreciate you listening. I want you to know that our numbers are growing and that is so great to see. I am actually able to see the amount of listeners on every show. And, uh, it's really cool what anchor does. They provide a graph for you and the graph is going up. The graph is going up. So if this was a business and we were announcing our sales, uh, the investors would be happy. And you guys are the investors. You guys are the ones who are investing in this show. So, um, because when, when we make it, when this gets really, really big, I'm going to invite the first 50 people who subscribe to my Spotify onto a yacht and we're going to have a yacht party. Okay. And then you guys can take videos for your social media and you can put it on your social media and you can pretend like that's what you do every day. So that'll be my gift to you. And we'll probably, uh, we'll probably have food, um, probably do some sort of catering, I mean, we're not going to have hot food because that, I, I think we'll just do finger food. We'll do like hors d'oeuvres. Um, maybe we'll do some platters or something like that. Mark, are you writing this down? It's all here in the noggin. Yeah, Mark, you can add that to your homework, okay? Don't start doing it now. Don't pull out your phone and start writing it now. This is also homework. So we'll probably have some finger foods. We'll, we'll serve champagne. Um, we don't want anybody to get too drunk, you know, because that's just not, that's just unattractive. We don't want that. So please, please drink responsibly when you come on the yacht. Um, don't do anything crazy. Just have a few drinks. You know, it's, it's, it's a social event. We're celebrating the show. It's not about you. Don't make me take care of you. Don't, you know, I hate how that's like a thing, right? You go out with somebody, they get ridiculously drunk, belligerently drunk, and then it's your responsibility to take care of them. And if you don't take care of them, then you're the bad person. Well, what about them who got like crazy drunk? Are they a bad person? What about my night? You think I like holding your hair while you throw up? And paying for your Uber home and putting you to bed in my bed while you throw up everywhere? You think I like that? Um, so I don't don't make me do that, okay? If you come on the boat, just, you know, make sure to have one glass of water for every drink you have and have a few finger foods and just sort of enjoy the party. Mingle. Um, if you come up and talk to me, don't talk to me for too long, you know, because I have to t- talk to everybody, Okay. So don't come and 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 talk to, and stick around me for the whole time. I, I'm gonna have to mingle. There's 50 people on the boat, you know. So um, just talk to you know talk to me for a few minutes. Maybe give me your name. Mark will write it down. Um. <laughs> now or after? You'll you'll write it down then, Mark. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that we'll and we'll send you a little something afterwards and and everything and and um. And, you know, um, it, it doesn't mean that I want to be your friend. I'm just thanking you for listening to this show. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough. That's enough uh, fooling around here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us with the show. I have a lot more funny TikToks of, of ridiculous, crazy people who are not self-aware. Uh, we have a lot of them. Those are going to be on Thursday. I like to start with the news on Tuesday. And then Thursday, usually we don't have much news because it's only in a day. Um, so we'll play more TikToks for you. We have some funny ones. Um, including, what is this woman's name? Why is she famous? What is this woman's name? Drew Barrymore. Drew, I'm going to let you know what I think about Drew Barrymore in our next show, okay? All right? I think you know where I'm going with this. All right, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time.